0: Off the, the Groove with,
1: with Scotty Dubler. Friday, October 8th, 2021, episode number 202. I'm just flabbergasted we made it this far. I'm pretty sure that you've used flabbergasted before. I'm befuddled. I'm gonna, oh, befuddled. Now, I know you haven't used that, but I'm going to check the tapes and see if I've heard flabbergasted. Uh, okay, well, if if not, you can bust out the old befuddled befuddled no i'm gonna use befuddled any anyway. we're going with befuddled that's a good one uh i like your tdfj shirt there you uh doing a little foreshadowing pretty? for this episode yeah yep yeah. and i got my bling bling on Dang man Ooh. that thing is so bling i need sunglasses and blingin'. it's nighttime i blingin', love it blinging. Uh, blingin', blingin'. yeah so i don't want to waste any time Let's get into this week's episode, dude. Like, there's obviously a lot of everybody. You see it everywhere, all over the social media. There's a final race here in a couple days. Or today, I guess, if, if you're listening to this, it's Friday. We, we recorded this one a little early. Uh, but but yeah, the final race of the season is going on today. Uh, everybody's hype. We don't have to talk about that anymore. Uh, we're going to have right. that decided on the singles class and the, the Super Twins this evening. But uh, Tommy Duma is our guest this week.
2: It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for the racing this weekend, but of course, the winner of the championship not only gets the number one plate to rock the next year if they stay in the same class, but they also get a championship ring. It is specially designed by the rider and with the help from Tommy Duma and his crew. So we thought we'd bring Tommy on to talk more about it and to talk a little bit about the pendant I'm wearing and maybe a few other questions, you know, because Tommy did stop by the announcer booth a couple times this year. So uh, let's bring on our next guest. It is Tommy Duma, the official jeweler of American Flat Track, and I'm going to go out here on limbs say the official jeweler of Off the Group Podcast. Tommy Duma, yeah, you got a, a personal screener screening your calls. I had to say my name and what? Yeah, my-
0: I was just getting ready to text you because you come up with no caller ID. It won't uh, won't let you talk to me. Yeah.
2: Ah, that's what. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how important you must be that you had to have a screener to talk to me on the, on the podcast, man. No, it's just <laughs> uh, too many, too many spam calls. Uh, dude, I feel you. What are, what are you doing in Pennsylvania?
0: It's a performance
2: group meeting with 12 other jewelers that I belong to. So twice a year, we get together
0: in uh, a certain location, wherever that jeweler's from, and uh, we just discuss business and try to be, become better business people.
2: That's cool. How long have you been doing that? I've been in this group since uh, 2012.
0: Awesome. Yeah, it's, awesome. Been, it's been good. I thought I knew what the hell I was doing until I joined this group.
2: And now now you know a little bit more, right?
0: Just a little bit more, exactly.
2: <laughs> hey, uh, the reason we wanted to have you on here is we want to talk about the championship rings. I mean, I talk about it at every one of the rounds, but I don't get into as much detail as I think our fans want to know about. So, each champion of the three classes gets gets to design their own ring with help from you and your twin boys, right?
0: Correct. So I just got done doing our final revision on Corey Texter's ring, which uh, we're hoping to be able to display at the awards banquet. Uh, not the ring itself, because it'll be in manufacturing. takes about four weeks to to get it made, and then um, but we'll, at least we'll have the renderings and the process so that we could show show the fans basically how we do it uh, taking screenshots of the computer matrix program that we build it in and the steps and things like that so kind of give a visual of it versus just explaining it i'll, I'll do my best to explain it here on the podcast as well
2: okay so how long does the creative process take that depends on each individual racer so
0: with cory it took us uh we started i called him uh, the next morning after uh, he clinched the championship and then uh, we got working about a week later and we had his nailed in about uh, two weeks. We got her done.
2: So, and it's, it's pretty much just whatever he thinks of and then whatever you guys can fit on the ring. I mean, can you give anything away about Cory's or is it top secret until sure. we get to, to Charlotte?
0: Okay, so what we did is we started with the foundation, if you will, the shape of uh, last year's ring, Corey, like that uh, that shape. So, um, first, let me let me just back up. So, I present to Corey. We can do like a, if you want to make an oval uh, for the top of the ring, going east to west. If you want it to go north to south on your finger. We can do square. We can do round. So, we start with the basic shape of the ring. And once we get that shape done, then there is, let's see, one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight components of the ring, so we can design the top. Does he? For Corey, he wanted a number one in the font that he selected. He that he's going to campaign next year on the front of his bike. So we got that graphic from him, um, and then so that was the top. When I mean, he we, he wanted all white diamonds, uh, but you could do black diamonds, you can do yellow diamonds, uh, any color combination. Uh, that you wanted in gemstones Uh, if you wanted the number one in white gold yellow gold rose gold you can put it on top of a gemstone he chose black onyx so he's got a white number one with white diamonds and black onyx background but you could do the racers burst stone so the the options are literally almost unlimited but my job is to present those options on each one of those sections of the ring And say, what do you like better, Corey? Or we don't know who the other two champions are, so I can't use names at that particular point. But you know, so what do you want to do here? So then, once we get that done, then we'll move down. Um, Do you want the disciplines of the the four disciplines of flat track on there? Do you want all of your past racing numbers on there? Do you want, you know? So again, to give them what can go in that real estate, if you will. And then uh, the side panels are again anything he wants Corey chose two of his favorite racing photos and so then we created the side panels with the racing pan uh racing pictures um he wanted gene g's logo on his leather so we were able to put that so then i get the logo from uh, lj and uh so we'll use those components and then the bottom of the ring. Then there's the front and the back face of the ring. Um, so again, diamonds are whatever they want, as many as they want. Corey chose his ring in yellow gold. This time, they can do yellow gold, white gold, rose gold, uh, black gold. We can make it out of. So lots of different options. And so the neat thing is, you know, Corey's name is on this ring. Um, And so before, of all the past years that we've been able to do this, we created the ring ahead of time, but we never knew the champion. So it was never personalized. So that was, to me, the biggest benefit of doing it after is that they can then now personalize this ring, their pictures, or whatever they want on the side, uh, and their name, obviously their name, the number one. Um, or whatever they've dreamed so i my first text to cory was hey start dreaming of what you think you want on this <laughs> ring and i'll make it happen so that that was really the first thing and just let him you know spend some time with amber and start to think and threw out all these different ideas kind of like i'm doing here with you but with a little bit more detail and say whatever you want and sometimes you know like Corey's a Corey's a great racer, but he has never designed a ring before. So that's, that's my job is to help these guys get their dream or their thoughts down on, uh, paper. And then, uh, Corey, Corey made a great point. He says, you know what, dude, he says, why don't you just do this? Why don't you give me the option between a Ferrari and a Lamborghini and I'll choose. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we did. So, so we made, like I'd make a rendering with his name, um, in, the uh, the lettering that stood out on the side of the ring, I first made them in all black. Then we said, now nah, let's look at this. So then what I did is made the C in all diamonds and then T-E-X uh, in all diamonds. So you could see Corey Texter, but then you can also see C-Tex. Um, then I gave him combination of all diamonds in his name. So Corey and Texter spelled out in all diamonds. And he said, I like that one. So that's kinda of how the process went is that I would give him choices once we kind of got the idea, well, we want this here, want this here. Now what's that look like? So then with the computer, uh my team sits there and you know, makes those renderings and then in about twenty four to forty eight hours I get another rendering back and then we start doing it. so we had probably six different renderings with Corey to choose between his Ferrari and Lamborghini. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, that's that, that's that's a lot longer process than I actually thought, but it sounds like it's pretty cool. And this is going to be a one-off ring, or can, like, LJ uh, and, and, and Big John, can they get a ring just like this, or is just this just a one-off for, for Corey only?
0: Well, um, I, I guess that would be the, with the permission of, of each racer if they wanted their team to have the same ring. Um it could be done in a different material. It could be done without diamonds. So there's a way that we could make that ring. Not sure that the team owners are going to want to spend the kind of money to, to make multiples of them. But we mm-hmm. could then, if they wanted to have that same ring, but say in sterling silver and, and with no diamonds and things. So, yeah, we it's a possibility for sure.
2: Okay, all right. I, I love I, I love what you do with the with the jewelry. I mean, everything I've seen that you guys make and create is just amazing. Well,
0: thank you. It's a, it's definitely a team effort at TDFJ. Um, I come up with the designs, or well, we'll take like your for you know a logo and be able to create jewelry out of that. So uh, a lot of it is, is really the people that are behind me that uh, sit down and work the computer program. And uh, then my manufacturers with, with these rings that we're making, it's just not a cast. And first you make the mold and then you do induction casting, but because of the detail that we're putting on the motorcycles, um, it has to be done then with laser. So they're, once they get a raw casting, they're going back in my goldsmiths and, and hand-building that motorcycle or the spokes on the wheel, the forks, uh, Corey's helmet, and detailing with a laser with light and and gold and building because you just can't get real sharp detail in a cast, a traditional-type casting. So it's, it's a completely different process because of the amount of detail that we put on the ring. But then again... That's what it makes it so special.
2: Yeah, special, one of a kind, and only you can only get that from you, tdfj.com, and you can only get it by winning the championship to get the one of a kind ring. Uh, I think it's great. Uh, I want to shift gears just a little bit. Let's talk about you coming in the announcer booth a, a couple times this year. Of of course at Lima because uh, that's close to home, and then you came in, I think, at New York as well. But uh, yeah, Leedsport Ro- and yeah, Royal first. Oh, love it how's I I good Ray ask you did you have fun did you like oh, it?
0: oh man I love it I hope the hope the fans listening like it uh, you know that because uh, they're the ones that ultimately have to uh, put up with uh, with my commentary but uh, as far as sitting in the booth with you it's one thing I learned that uh, you are a professional I, I you know I, somebody goes down I'm starting to, I'm trying to look and see the number then I'm trying to look at the other monitor to see all the writers numbers and you already got the name out there you got this <laughs> number down and I'm thinking, wow, I, I am such a rookie at this, but uh, I really enjoyed sitting next to you and adding uh, adding my two cents for what it was worth.
2: It's it's been great, and you know, you know, and, until Brad Baker gets there when it's time for the semifinals, I'm pretty much just sitting there talking to myself. Or you know, the guys in the truck, yeah. you know, Brad Jones, and all the other guys are sometimes will send me questions. So it's it's definitely great to have you in there, and it's it's another perspective. Like you, I'm not going to say you're a full generation you know, before me, but you raced before I started racing at professional level. And then we bring in Brad who raced after I was a professional. So right. it's cool to have the different steps and, you know, it's all the same. Yeah. The bikes change. Yeah. The tires change. The track's still the same. We're still going fast. We're still turning left. So it's still all relative.
0: Right. Right on. We're either, dry, we're either steering with the front or the back end and uh, throttle control and all the same technical aspects of what makes somebody go faster than the other guy. It's uh, all the same.
2: Yeah, it, it's so much fun and and I I got all positive feedback when you stop by the booth every time. I mean, people enjoyed oh, hearing you. from you and and the different thoughts that you have. So, uh you're 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 more than welcome when that uh when that seat's empty to come come sit there with me, all right? Awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, I'll take you up on it every time all right let's uh let's let's shift gears one more time let's go let's go into third gear this time so i got a package right. in the mail not too long ago and it had two badass off the groove pendants in there and i'm wearing mine right now and i am tickled to death yeah, and i just want to say thank you and uh we haven't really started pushing the sale of these the sale of these yet but uh i just want to say thanks and they turned out beautiful i couldn't i couldn't imagine that they're going to turn out this good
0: Well, it's your logo so you did most of the work there whoever designed your logo. For us it's just a matter of, you know, then standing into the computer and today, you know, the the ability to design jewelry um has gotten so much better. I wouldn't say easier because now it takes a whole different skill set. Some back in the day before computers and CNC machines, we used to have to have a an artist that was able to take that picture or your logo and then hand carve it in a piece of wax. And then that wax became the mold. Um, and injection what happens is gold is injected in um, and then the wax burns away and then the the gold takes on the shape of that wax so you couldn't get a whole lot of detail in just wax carvings Um, nothing let's say it this way you can't get as good as you can with a computer and then a CNC machine that is like a 3d printer that builds that wax and just you get so much more detail so really you you guys did the heavy lift and i just uh, i just transformed it into gold or strong it, silver or whatever precious metal
2: it is it's just incredible and i love it i i can't wait to wear it to the races in charlotte and uh, let people see it and touch it uh for the first time i i mean i showed obviously i showed my my mom was in town my daughter saw it and and uh, i'm going to nice. see graham uh, and Good she's going to want one. So, uh, uh we're, we're getting right open the floodgates. I hope maybe we'll sell a few of these <laughs> things, but we definitely want to say thanks for your support and, uh, thanks for You're doing welcome. that for us. It, it looks so cool, man. We're, we're so impressed and, and we just can't wait to share it with the folks that you know are race fans. It's a, it's a way for,
0: for TDFJ to be able to help the podcast. Uh, it's a, it's a great thing what you guys do. You give the fans, a an inside look. Uh, behind the scenes, uh, race day, and uh, everything that you do. So it's uh, my hats off to you guys for everything that you do. And this way, I thought maybe I can give it back to you guys as well.
2: Uh, we we definitely appreciate it. Let's let's go all the way up to fourth gear now. I think that's going home. <laughs> let's talk about Charlotte. It's coming up real soon. Actually, the day we're putting this out will be Charlotte because. Uh, uh, we're recording this in advance, so we're going down to the grand finale. Uh, obviously, we just talked about Corey locked up the championship, had a spectacular year. Let's talk about the singles class. Uh, it's a 20-point advantage right now between Dallas and Max, but I think, I think you know you can almost give the championship, but you can't quite. That's why we race, and I think the singles class is going to be, uh, it's going to be really good at Charlotte. What are your predictions uh, for the race for the AFT singles class? Yeah, just
0: like you said, anything can happen. So Max has a shot, but it's definitely a, an uphill battle at this particular point. Um, so if Dallas, he rides, he's got a great head on his shoulders for as young as he is. Um, and so I think he's going to do what it's going to take to win the championship. And I wouldn't put it past him to be going out there for the win and not riding conservative for for the championship.
2: So you're you're picking Dallas possibly for the win. I you know yeah. I, I I like that that the Charlotte half mile is super fast. So who's whoever's going to carry the corner speed? And I think you know Dallas definitely has that. Bruner's on fire right now. Those Hondas were flying at Sacramento. Yes,
0: yeah, no doubt they uh, definitely showed their horsepower on the mile. Um, might be a little bit more even on the half mile, um, and you can't count out all those other guys that could be spoilers that uh, are going to win want to win the race. So yeah, it's going to.
2: It'll be a great race. I agree. Let's uh, go up to the Super Twins class. This one is coming down to the wire. You know, uh, it seemed like Briar led the points for for most of the season. Uh, then the the modern-day mile master, will go with Jared Meese, has won the last four races, uh, three of them in dominant fashion like we haven't seen in, in, a, in a long time. Uh, but now we go to a half mile. Last year, it was a dogfight between Jared and Breyer. While they were duking it out, Jeffrey Carver went around him and ended up, ended up winning the race. So it's four points between first and second, Jared and Breyer. Uh Tell me your thoughts going into this last race.
0: I really, I, you know, I don't know that I could pick one. Uh, they're both seasoned veterans. Jared just seems that he is on a mission, but I, I, you can't count out Breyer. Why can you say that he's not on a mission? You know, he wants to win the championship is bad as jared so it i truly believe it's going to come down uh to that race and boy I, I don't i i guess if i if you're putting me on the spot and i had to pick one i'm sorry briar i really love you but i would have to go with jared only because of the four race momentum
2: yeah momentum's a big thing um do you think he'll he'll win the race or do you think somebody else like maybe a hungry sammy halbert or Van Dekoy or robinson and, and for, for all that matters, throw Davis Fisher in the mix. Carver might show up. He could be in the mix. I mean, do you think do you think Brandon Price Brandon the championship? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Brandon Lye. He He's a good momentum carrier on, on those types of tracks where you need to keep the momentum going. So it could be anybody's race. You're right. Uh, that's a tough pick. That's what's going to make Charlotte so special is four points between the premier class, between two veteran uh stars well it's
2: uh you don't want to miss that race yeah it's going to be a good one are you going i didn't even ask you that
0: you know uh, we have a family wedding um uh, and uh my wife was uh i don't know she might she might win on this one she had filled out she was filling out the reservation or the RSVP card she said what do you want chicken or steak? I said, Well, I, I don't know what they're gonna serve at the banquet yet, so I don't know that I can say that. And she's like the the look that she gave me is like, Well, uh-huh. maybe maybe so I was just trying uh-huh. to test the waters to see if I can get out of the family wedding but uh I don't know at this point. So it's it's still up in the air. You might see me, you might not. All
2: right. Well, if I see you, I will see you soon. If not, uh, I had a blast this year. And again, thanks for the pendants. Thanks for coming on to tell us all about the championship rings. Um, Usually we ask our guests if they want to say thanks to anybody. Uh, I don't know if you want to thank anybody, but uh, here's your chance before we let you go.
0: Well, first and foremost, yeah, for sure. Thank my family, my wife, and uh, my twins and my daughter. Uh, Just, uh, you know, that's, To me, that's how I measure wealth is my family, and uh, so I'm blessed to have them. And uh, I thank my crew at TDFJ.com, my goldsmiths, uh, my computer gurus that uh, can build spectacular designs uh, from nothing, just in the computer system. And uh, so just thank everybody that uh, is behind those efforts. And uh, Yeah, I wish I was racing to be able to talk about all my sponsors, but that those were long gone those days. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Thank thank you, thank you, and Carter for what uh, what you guys do for our racing community as well through this podcast.
2: Absolutely, Tommy. Thanks for your time, and we'll let you go. And hopefully, we'll see it Charlotte. If not, we'll see it another race down the road. You got it, buddy. Have fun. See you. The
1: official jeweler. Of Off The Groove Podcast. I actually like that. That's pretty badass. I, Tommy, do I, I just threw that out there. No, I love it, dude. And it was a great interview, dude. I mean, always good to hear from Tommy. Uh, I love it when he stops in the booth, dude. It's a great perspective. Like you said, like the old old school perspective matches up with uh with bakers i think it's kind of cool uh just kind of hearing his vibe and and what he's seeing at the racetrack when he's there and jumping in the booth um but yeah always good to talk to him whether it's on on the microphone or off the microphone at a racetrack uh and uh always good for when he makes time for off the groove
2: yeah and and another perspective in the booth you know and it's, it's 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 awesome because he's been there he's lived it he's had two different national numbers i don't know if a lot of people even know that he was national number 26 and number 62 uh and to earn a national number especially back then was hard to do like that was a lot of people's career goals is just earn a national number that was one of my goals and i did it i got lucky and did that
1: and he did it twice
2: right right it's crazy so he did it lost one got it again and then uh, that's when he got hurt and walked away from the sport, you know, and and uh, he's just such a cool guy. And I love what he did with our pendants. I cannot wait to see the championship rings. It sounds like he might have a good uh, image and a good layout of at least Corey's by the time we get down to Charlotte, which will be today. Hopefully we get to see that. And another announcement came out uh, before we got this podcast going. Uh, Austin Dillon, the driver of the number three car, will be the Grand Marshal for the race tonight at charlotte motor speedway
1: that's pretty damn cool A little nascar flair there at the uh obviously right there in nascar's backyard that's gonna be super cool dude and it's just super cool to hear Tommy go through the uh, the process and explain what he's doing with these championship rings, right? Like he could just, it was cool that he was making rings for all the championship champions before, right? That was super cool. That's always personalized every year, um, but, but he never just sits back and is happy with what he's doing. He's always trying to make it better, always trying to find a, a way to make it a little uh, cooler for these riders and a little bit more special. So, um, having a rider design their own custom ring, how damn cool is that, right? Um, so that, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking forward so cool. to seeing what Corey's looks like and uh, seeing who else gets the other two rings here in Charlotte. Yeah, I can't wait. It's race day, the season finale.
2: Let's go have some fun. Let's do it. Planning on putting a bull taco right behind no, me. No, there's no way you can do that.